Today's show is all about identity. How and why to define, then build your identity as a foundation for your business, your branding, and your strategy. Enjoy the show. Serious about online trading? Secure your funds, keep your merchandise safe, and use a company that keeps the buyer and seller protected the whole way through. That's escrow.com. Payments you can trust. Finally, if you're a domain name investor, don't you have unique legal needs that require domain name technical know-how and industry experience? That's why you need Stephen Lieberman of Greenberg and Lieberman or Jason Schaefer of Esquire.com. Go search for Jason Schaefer or Stephen Lieberman on Domain Sherpa, watch their interviews, and you can see for yourself that they can clearly explain issues, can help you with buy-sell agreements, deal with website content issues and UDRP actions, and even help you write your website terms and conditions. Stephen Lieberman and Jason Schaefer are the lawyers to call for internet legal issues. See for yourself at Esquire.com or APlegal.com. Hey, Sherpa Network. I'm Tess Diaz, executive producer of DomainSherpa.com. Today's show, I want to have a one-on-one conversation with you about identity. I was reading a recent Harvard Business Review. They talked about a survey they did of 720 executives. Concluded that companies with a stronger identity outperformed their competitors by 25%. I want to do some project to build my edge against my competitors by 25%. That's a nice bump. So let's take the time today, really dial in on identity. Um, in preparing for this show, I was researching, um, you know, personal identity, business identity, brand identity, but what really shocked me, I mean, basically all those results were what I expected, right? But what really shocked me was entrepreneurial identity. When I searched that, the number one um, page of results in Google was 100% about problems, entrepreneurial identity crisis, the struggle of adjusting to an entrepreneurial identity. So I think it is particularly fitting here on the Sherpa Network where we talk so much, our entire audience is serial entrepreneurs, first-time entrepreneurs, domain investors who may or may not identify as an entrepreneur. Maybe it's a hobby, maybe it's not. Um, Most of the time, it's intended not to be. So let's take the time and develop this concept of an entrepreneurial identity and how you can build that for yourself and translate that into success for your business. Tony Robbins talks about um, personal identity. He says it's values, goals, mission, right? Pretty pretty simple. Um, I looked up Wikipedia. Um, Self-identity is composed of relatively permanent self-assessments, such as personal attributes, knowledge of your skills and abilities, your occupation, hobbies, and awareness of your other attributes, right? So this is very, very simple. But have you ever sat down and made a list of it? Have you ever taken that information and put it into a SWOT analysis? What are your strengths, weaknesses, opportunities, and threats as an individual in your current occupation, in your current relationships, in in your current financial state, everything that is personal to you? Take the time to sit, write this out, really see, define it, 
And then if you want to build something further, if you see an opportunity, right? I'm such an optimist that, you know, when I look at a SWOT analysis, I'm always over in the, in the opportunity area, right? Um, but see what you want to grow in your personal identity um, before you decide where you're going to grow your startup or what next um, entrepreneurial endeavor you'll undertake. Um, first, have that be a quick foundation, right? Um, I want to say my favorite quote from Thomas Edison, um, when he was asked about all his failures, he said, he, he didn't, he literally didn't know what they're talking about. He said, well, there, I learned that there are definitely over 9,000 ways that an electric light bulb does not work. And he literally saw that as an opportunity, as um, an enlightenment, as a success, right? He crossed that many things off and was that much closer to what would make an electric light bulb work, right? Do you think that knowing what an optimist he was, um, how resilient he was, that that would have been a foundational before he decided how he would go about his experiments, right? Um, if besides a SWOT analysis, maybe you do uh, four quadrants. Um, maybe you do just a simple pros and cons list. Um, but I, I definitely think taking the time to see where a strength can be turned into an opportunity, where a weakness can be turned into a threat. These are valuable and truly worth your time. Um, do you think that, um, so I wanted to look at a couple more, a couple examples now. Um, do you think that Martha Stewart was aware that her pride, now I don't like, you know, know who she is personally in her own life, right? But what I see of her, what I think we all do, what brought her business back after her jail stint, right? Is her presence of dignity and elegance. So if, if she knew that first, then in the beginning, maybe she just, you know, builds her brand is about hosting with dignity and elegance, right? Manners or whatever. But then you can even come back from jail and rebuild your brand, she showed us, because she, even in that, she approached it with some dignity. You know, she spent her time incarcerated, um, helping and teaching um, her fellow inmates, right? Um, I think if we have that to begin with, now we certainly hope none of us wind up in jail, but um, you can come back from just about anything. You can work through just about anything. If you have this, your identity as a North Star, a guiding light that directs your decisions as an entrepreneur um, and then as, as a business. Um, uh, I think that Mark Zuckerberg probably really didn't know his personal identity in the beginning. I mean, seriously, you must have some identity issues if you've got, you know, instead of talking to people, you've got to create some something online to look at and learn about people, right? And in the beginning, he made some really big mistakes in his company. Now, obviously, he had some great successes. Um, but I believe in what I've watched of Zuckerberg over the years, I believe that he has worked hard to develop his personal identity in order to do so on the entrepreneurial and business branding levels. Um, you know, a lot of executives at his level will have mentors who help in different areas, not just business areas. Um, but if you take the time and look at, you know, his confusing um, 
interactions with the Winklevoss twins, his uncertainty with um, some of the legal arrangements in the beginning. I see in there um, a lack of a personal identity and direction. And I believe that the key to, um, besides everyone else being, you know, um, looking for social networking, right? I mean, aside from that, I believe the key to the level of success that he has achieved is that he took the time to build out his, his identity first. Um, Walt Disney uh, was fired by a newspaper editor for not having good ideas and no imagination, right? He knew, though, that he had an imagination. He knew, you know, everyone advised against Disneyland. They thought it would be a complete flop, a total waste of time. But he knew his personal identity was as a dreamer, and he wanted to make dreams come true. Now, that's something on such a deep personal level that was then applied to his artistic work, to um, his hiring process, and then to this outlandish idea of the magical kingdom, uh, the most magical place on earth, right? Um, it all comes back to that foundation first. So, um, so I encourage you, sit, take the time to, to, to work out your personal identity. Define what it is and where you want to grow, what you want to build, how you want to build that. Um, I would say um, once you have a list of what you want to build, then you can specifically research into how you want to build that area of your identity. So. Um, number two, your entrepreneurial identity. And this is where I just um, love the term identity capital. There is a capital in your personal identity. Um, that's the, the, you're not just like building a social network that's your capital. You're building who you are and where you want to go to direct you. It's like building your own board of directors, um, which I also think is important and we'll talk about that later. But um, Identity is then turned into capital when you're applying it as an entrepreneur. Now, certainly as an employee who's working up the ranks as well, don't get me wrong, but I'm not talking about that. Um, so, um, so your entrepreneurial identity, a lot of new entrepreneurs struggle to see themselves in a new light, in, on a higher level. Um, or to see how they, you know, they're so busy serving, I should say we, we are so busy serving our public, our clientele, our products, services, employees, um, that sometimes we put ourselves last. And this is a classic mistake that um, I really hope we can learn to overcome, not to avoid, but to work through, to overcome. It's a mountain to climb, right? Um, so Elon Musk, he is impulsive and anti-authoritarian. Um, I think we all know that. I certainly think he knows that about himself, right? So then he applies that to the endeavors he undertakes. He knows that that's what he's passionate about. And that is probably both a strength and a weakness, but it is absolutely an opportunity. So where does he go? He, he went into PayPal that changed the entire way that payments are made globally, right? Um, 
he now at, in, in Tesla, not only is he anti-authoritarian, changing the way everything's done, whether it's with the government or with Detroit, um, but he's also impulsive, as we've seen particularly this week, right? And sometimes that's a huge plus. Occasionally it can be a weakness, but he knows he wants to go into businesses that, um, where that is a strength. Right? So he's becoming an entrepreneur in places where his personal identity is an extraordinary strength. So um, you want to access how you can leverage, right? So building your personal identity then gives you, you know, this buzzword of leverage, 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 leverage. <laughs> Like some people roll their eyes on, you know, when they hear it, some people, um, you know, it seems like they're in a contest of how many times they can put it into a sentence, but leverage is physics. Leverage is easy, right? It's, it's efficiency. So Elon Musk didn't go into the banking industry in a, a suit and tie and try to do what everyone else was doing, but do it better. He leveraged the way that he thinks differently and wants to buck the system, he leveraged that, made, he made that, um, I, I'm, I'm thinking in my head of, you know, like the rock with the two pieces of wood, you, or one, you put a piece of wood under it to move the rock. And that's what he did. I mean, the banking industry is a rock, right? I mean, it is slow, slow, slow moving. And yet somehow I can't remember life without PayPal. And I feel like we can't remember life without electric cars and, um, and open sourcing, right? Um, so what is it about your personal identity that you can leverage into your entrepreneurship? If you are a domain investor and you are just buying domains and going to blogs and reading what other people do and just doing it, that's a hobby, um, in my opinion, right? Um, if you want to be a domain investor, a domain business who buys and sells domains or anything else, who are you? What is your plan? H how are you approaching it? What is your North Star that guides your purchasing and selling decisions? Um, you know, I want to give you some examples in the industry too, if people you know. Drew Rosner, um, you know, my. Um, my mentor really and um and, I would say, and um you know my my boss at media options um he really he wants he likes negotiating he loves negotiating that is on a personal level right he takes that he wants to get deals done he wants to match make he wants to um you know help people to connect and change minds about um, a bit of perceptions of domain name values, right? So he does that by getting deals done. Now, I certainly think that, um, that, well, I know that he, he's gotten, you know, privately behind the scenes. Um, I'm trying to count how many, but I would say several of the top 10, um, biggest domain sales in history. So it's not, but I'm trying to not talk about pricing. His primary role is to get deals done. So that was his guiding light that led him to become a domain broker, 
right? Not everyone is meant to be a broker. Maybe you broker your own names. Maybe you buy at wholesale and you connect with corporations. Um, I had a really nice um, lunch uh, a few weeks ago with Logan Flat. Uh, I was in Dallas. He's based there. And he was on the Sherpa Network previously. His background is in providing um, strategic consultation to businesses. So um, with that as his background, and I'm sure, um, you know, on a personal level, there's a reason why he, that is his background, right? But now he, he takes that and as a domain investor, he invests in domains at a wholesale level, low volume, and then he sees companies where he can provide strategic consultation to, and he's bought domains that would fit into that consultation. Not, not in, you know, at his nine to five job, I don't believe, um, but in, in his time on his own as a, as a domain investor, his own business, he'll reach out and say, I have some, some consultation I would like to provide to you that includes the acquisition of this domain name, right? So he's doing consultative sales. That's what I'm trying to say. He's not actually being a consultant to them. He's doing consultative sales because that's, that's he's got the rock to move, their, their perception, and he's good at, at consultatively speaking to others. So without you knowing what's your passion, where do you apply that, don't just buy and sell random domain names and then be frustrated that it doesn't work, right? Um, everyone has an education, a process, you know, we're all going to make mistakes as we go along, but try now, now is the time, right? Um, to stop, to plan to fail, to fail to plan is to plan to fail. So take this time now, this opportunity and develop what your identity is within the entrepreneurial sphere. Um, by